Welcome to the Watering Hole Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Riemann. The Watering Hole is a place to come and quench your thirst for meaning, nourish your hunger for inspiration, and feed your need for connection. Featuring inspirational talks, curious conversations, mystical meditations, and other artistic expressions exploring themes on life, spirituality, nature, mystery, and so much more. So meet me at the watering hole, and together, let's drink from deep waters. Happy Vernal Equinox, everybody. It's a great day to celebrate. This is the beginning of spring, and really, it's the beginning of a new year. If you follow the wheel of the year or even just sort of align yourselves with nature's ways and her seasons, it's evident that spring is the beginning. It's it's new beginning, rebirth, regeneration, and we see it all around us, life coming alive again. So I wanted to take a moment today just to honor this moment and really mark it with a consciousness in my own body, recognizing that as the seasons change, I change too. And so it's a good time for all of us really to honor the fact that we are changing beings, that life around us is changing. That's evident more and more every day, that that we are surrounded by uncertainty but that comes with change, right? It's part of change, it's part of not knowing, but there can be excitement there because it means that the future is not yet determined. And yet we begin to determine the future by the way we live today, by the intentions we hold in our heart, not just the intentions, but by the way we actually embody those intentions, by the way we become or are, the essence of who we are, which is stardust, which is joy, which is love. So vernal equinox calls us to come back to ourselves in a new way and to trust that life is unfolding in us just as it unfolds around us. And we can trust the process. It's not something that we have to force. In fact, if we can sort of relax into it and breathe with it and be more at ease, then more of who we truly are comes to the fore, blossoms, brings beauty to life. And that's really what the spiritual journey is all about. It's about walking this hero's journey and being holy who we are, discovering holy who we are by coming up against our limits, by surprising ourselves and seeing that we ourselves can break into new form, can break into new ways of being, can even break into new ways of thinking. And so become new ourselves. So as I reflect on this vernal equinox, I feel the call really to be devoted to that dynamic process that is life 
that is the great mystery. And so I've been thinking about what it might mean to be a devotee of mystery. What would it look like to be a devotee of mystery? What does it take to become her disciple? And remember, the word disciple means student, to study, to learn. Her lessons are not given in safe harbor nor meant to provide security. The entrance to her school is revealed to those who befriend death and savor life and remain innocent in knowing nothing. To be a devotee of mystery is to submit to uncertainty, not with fear and panic, but with wonder and awe, forces that widen our view and lengthen our vision into deep time, into now, where everything is unfolding all at once. Life and death, pain and pleasure, courage and fear, strength and weakness, give and take, yin and yang, you and me and everything in between, and all of history, past, present, and future. To be a devotee of mystery is to count on nothing and stand moment to moment wrapped in awe of what is happening now and now and now. In her classroom, there are no notes to be taken or lists to memorize. In her classroom, attention is drawn to details that go unnoticed when we conform to mechanical duties and forced obligations. Her classroom consists of watching bees get drunk on pollen and joining the grass that bows to soil and sinking into the smells of the seasons while watching birth move into life and life into death and discovering there the alchemy of love that brings forth endless creations and infinite worlds through this jagged and jarring process of endless surprise. In her lesson plans, there is no compartmentalization of subjects, no breaking things into eras or ages, no time slot into which wisdom can be slid. To be a devotee of mystery, is not to spend long hours on bended knee in front of God's long dead, but to bow with reverence to earth beneath our feet, lift our face with gladness to the fire of the sun, submit our bodies to the receptivity of water, and fill our lungs with molecules of air that have been shared by every living being who has ever been homed on earth. And know, know with a force beyond belief that I am that. I am not part of nature. I am not in or going out to nature. I am nature. And the elements and forces responsible for all I know, seen and unseen, are also responsible for me. To be a devotee of mystery is to go with the flow 
according to the rhythm of life that doesn't move from eight to five or from Monday to Sunday, but from moment to moment over millennia through shapes and shifts moving in patterns of beauty, infiltrating every detail. In the school of mystery, unlearning is the key to seeing and letting go the key to being. To be a devotee of mystery is to be undone eternally. Happy Equinox, everybody. I hope you will join me in being and becoming a devotee of mystery. Blessed be. Thanks for listening, everybody. I look forward to meeting you right back here at the watering hole. And as Mary Oliver said, go easy, be filled with light, and shine.